Bruce Buffer is the greatest announcer in the history of the human race. No one gets more pumped up. When it comes to any monumental UFC moment, there is always one voice that kicks it off. It's time! Bruce Buffer's announcing is legendary and has not only made him a fan favorite personality among UFC fans, but he has transcended mixed martial arts to become a cultural icon. And while it may feel like Bruce has always been there to hype us all up, this is certainly not the case. In fact, the original announcer for the first few UFCs was Rich G-Man Goins. Rich was a radio personality who was taking a chance by announcing for a new sport that was thought of as human cockfighting. And Rich by no means did a poor job as the UFC kept him for several years to host the first few events. But by UFC 6, the promotion had gained a lot of steam and tried to switch things up by bringing in a familiar voice. Yes, the UFC got boxing icon Michael Buffer to announce for both UFC 6 and UFC 7. But for us to truly understand why Michael Buffer announced in the UFC before Bruce, we have to understand how Bruce Buffer met his brother. Yes, the inseparable pair had no idea each other existed until way into their adulthood. Michael Buffer had already made a name for himself on the boxing scene. And one day, Bruce Buffer was watching the TV and felt something was off. Looking, dressed like James Bond, doing his thing, and I'm like, Wow, what a job. And then I, they put his name on the screen. Michael Buffer. Uh, what's up? 1965, I enlist in the Army, and my birth certificate has Buffer on it. And so the very first day I go to report for service and get sworn in, they oh, kid, by the way, uh, your name isn't Huber anymore, it's Buffer. So I became Michael Buffer at age 20. So Bruce Buffer used his telemarketing company to do some research on Michael Buffer and find out who he was. I own telemarketing companies. So the salesman worked out of phone books, right? We had every phone book in the United States. So I went through like six months of calling Don King's offices, Bob Arum, wondering who this guy is. Bruce just couldn't figure out who this guy was, but he knew something was up. Meanwhile, Michael Buffer was becoming ultra famous with the rise in popularity of boxing. So popular, in fact, that people would approach Bruce Buffer and ask him if they were somehow related. About six months pass, and people are coming up to me as he's getting more popular and saying, hey, is that your brother, Michael Buffer, the guy that goes, let's get ready to rumble? And I'm like, no, my brother's Brian, who I grew up with my whole life. So one day, Bruce decided to ask his father who this Michael guy was. So then my dad and I are driving up north uh, to San Francisco and I'm telling him what's going on. And I said, Dad, do you have any idea who this guy is? And this is what I got. I think that's your brother. 29 years later, I get a phone call. A phone call comes in and says, a guy by the name of Joe Buffer called and said, give him a call. And that's how we met. Wow. Yes, in an incredible act of fate, Bruce and Michael Buffer became aware of each other, reunited as brothers, and really hit it off. So much so that Bruce began to manage his brother Michael and help him improve his business. I met him and four years later became his manager. I went to him and I realized he hasn't trademarked this phrase properly. He hasn't made a t-shirt or a hat. I'm the businessman. He's the, you know, fantastic performer that he is. So I said to Bruce, I said, look, why don't you take these phone calls and, you know, and we'll make the deals. And while the two being business partners was great, it didn't get Bruce closer to his dream. Bruce knew for a very long time he wanted his voice to be the opening for a martial arts event. Because I wanted to be the announcer. I wanted to be the Octagon announcer. And that goes back to Bruce Buffer's roots in martial arts. Buffer was introduced to martial arts at a very young age, becoming a judo greenbelt. 
and after running into some students of the famed Chuck Norris, Bruce started to practice Tang Soo Do, which he now holds a second degree black belt in. In his 20s, Bruce began kickboxing and fell in love. But after one too many concussions, Bruce had to distance himself from the fighting, but not distance himself from the sport. While this cool UFC thing was popping off in the early to mid 1990s, Bruce knew he wanted to get involved, so he became a manager for fighters. And I went to that event as a manager of a fighter. I managed a fighter named Scott the Pitbull Ferrazzo. But he didn't really want to be a manager for anyone but his brother. This was just part of his plan to get close to the promotion and get an announcing gig. And while he wasn't able to immediately get himself the gig as a UFC announcer, Bruce was able to get Michael Buffer to announce both UFC 6 and UFC 7. I had Michael in the UFC, in UFC 6, 7, and Ultimate Ultimate. Then I got a job with this thing called UFC. But other commitments pulled Michael from being able to announce any more UFC events. However, with a newfound proper understanding of the business, Bruce was able to get himself an opportunity announcing on the prelims of UFC 8. It was just a temporary gig, but Bruce wanted something more permanent. This bout will determine the champion. And as with many things in life, tragedy met opportunity. Because the UFC's existing ring announcer would have to go to a funeral, which left the opening for Bruce to slide right in. And they said, listen, the announcer's uncle had passed away, has to go to a funeral. We need you in Alabama in two days. Can you be there? So UFC 10 rolled around and became Bruce's first official outing as a main card announcer for the UFC. He's got a UFC record of three and one. He loved it and thought he did a great job, but he was turned down for a permanent position. And then uh, they hired somebody else. And I thought, oh, I'm not gonna get this. But the buff does not simply get rejected from his destiny. He poured his passion out in front of UFC leadership. And despite the fact that they didn't have an open position, the UFC still needed another announcer for another form of entertainment. Then they called me six months later, give or take, and they said, listen, we're gonna we're doing a show with Warner Brothers called Friends. Yes, a lot of you may not know that the UFC did an early collaboration with one of the most popular shows at the time, Friends. And Buffer was quick to audition for the part. And they said, Warner Brothers wants to use a real announcer. So they're coming down to pick up video and tape of you at your home today. Is that okay? Would you like to be on the show? And I said, of course I would. And in what was soon to be his big break, Buffer got called to be in the official episode of Friends. So they came down, they picked up the tape. They called me that night. They said, be on the set tomorrow morning. Uh, rehearsal, film the TV show. You're going to co-star as yourself on Friends. Wow. wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that day on set became the 24th episode of season three of Friends. The episode titled The One with the Ultimate Fighting Champion featured an array of UFC personalities, including Tank Abbott, Big John McCarthy, and of course, Bruce Buffer. John Favreau's character was Monica's fighter boyfriend who would fight Tank Abbott in a cage fight. But the real star of the show was a young Bruce Buffer who announced the fight for the episode. He's known for his confrontational business style. This episode did so much for Bruce. Not only did it expose him to countless NBC viewers, but it also legitimized him as an official announcing professional. Not to mention the UFC owner Bob Meyerowitz was on the set, which gave Bruce the opportunity to make his case. And I'm going to ask you one more time. I want to be your announcer. I want to grow with you. I will help you build this sport. I will help you build this event. I'll do everything in my power outside of being an announcer. And believe me, there's no better workhorse you're going to get than me to get this done. But I want to grow as the announcer to get this done and we'll grow together. Best poker hand I ever yeah. played. And that was an offer that Meyerowitz couldn't refuse. So he installed Bruce Buffer as the official announcer for the UFC, beginning with UFC 13. And while he was doing a good job, he didn't quite have his own voice or personality in the octagon yet. What's interesting is that Bruce's early announcements were very long, but they still contained the phrase, it's time. And now, it's time to begin 
the main event of the evening. It wasn't emphasized or the main point of his speech, but the seed was there. However, Bruce Buffer's intros were so long that when Dana White and the Fertitta brothers bought the UFC, Bruce was instructed not to announce that way anymore. So I used to start out the show saying, it's time to begin the ultimate fighting championship, right? And then when Dana and the Fertittas bought the UFC, I had a big meeting with Dana, and we agreed I would stop opening the show like that. And I said, that's fine, I'll stop. And while it may be limiting creativity-wise, it inspired Buffer to have his eureka moment. And then during the main event, I realized, okay, the fans have been sitting here for five hours. The fighters have been training for six, eight weeks or more. Now's the moment it's all come down to. It's time. And of course, it wasn't perfect, but the buff perfected is announcing over time, giving us the crisp enunciations, performative 360s, memorable fist bumps, and even kneeling down before fighters. I mean, the guy goes so above and beyond, he even tore his ACL while announcing GSP's title defense to Tiago Alves at UFC 100. Uh, I'm announcing George St. Pierre, right? And so I go, George, rush! And then he lunges out, like always, and I instinctively bunny hop back the way I always do when he does. And my bad ankle wobbled. And when it wobbled, my knee exploded and oh, severed my ACL. Oh. And I still remember the click, you know, the snap. The evolution of Bruce Buffer's It's Time has become so mainstream and popular that Bruce had to trademark the phrase. He also did this much earlier with Michael Buffer's uh, Let's get ready to rumble. And these simple phrases have become such a big avenue of business for Bruce and his brother Michael. So much so that Bruce Buffer even had to get in touch with Disney for infringing on his trademark. Disney made the movie Hercules. And at one point, the James Woods character, Hades or whatever he was, he throws a ball of flame in the air and there's Michael's voice. Let's get ready to run boy. I didn't authorize that. Oh. And Bruce's legend only grows as he does more and more media, podcasts, and interviews telling his fascinating UFC stories. I mean, did you guys know that Bruce Buffer actually fought a UFC fighter? Yeah, Bruce once entered an elevator with Dana White and two-time UFC title challenger Frank Trigg. And after Bruce interrupted a conversation between Frank Trigg and Dana White, Trigg got a little too physical. I turn around, I, Frank, you hit me. Why the F did you hit me? He said the wrong thing to me. He said, well, what are you going to do about it? The two then exchanged blows for several floors down the elevator while Dana White watched from the corner. Eventually, the two were bloodied and bruised, but as the elevator doors opened, they put the fight behind them and are good friends to this day, which is a glowing representation of not only Bruce Buffer, but the UFC as a whole. When even the cage announcer of the UFC can engage in a fight with a world title challenger, you know that both the UFC and Bruce Buffer mean business, which makes it all the more depressing when you realize that Bruce Buffer is 66 years old. And while the man has been doing this for nearly three decades, we are nearing the end of the Buffer era. I don't mean that Bruce is going to croak, but there will come a time soon where he just has to hang it all up and look the sport in the rearview mirror. And since he's the only one who can say this phrase, One day we are going to watch a UFC main event, the lights are going to go out, and we'll just all have to say it for ourselves. And then get sued by the Buffer Brothers. Just kidding, but if you enjoyed this content, like, subscribe, let Bruce Buffer know I love him, and I'll catch you in the next one.